I don't. Oh my god. I don't even know if I want to do an intro. This is how Tobias Harris makes me feel. I, I don't want him on this team anymore. He needs to be benched. And I know that he won't get fully benched, but he has to be partially benched. Like his minutes have to be drastically taken away at this point. He's not contributing to anything on the court. He's not rebounding. He's not passing well. He's not making quick decisions. He's not defending well. He can't he's not shooting well. I don't I don't know what they like I don't know, bro. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, I will I will do an intro. Welcome back to the Off the Cliff Show brought to y'all by 14th and Market Podcast Network. Before we uh, before we start, I need all of y'all, wherever you're listening to or you're watching, click the link below. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the video if you're on Apple Podcasts or listening on podcasts. Make sure that y'all subscribe, follow, also rate the podcast five stars. I'm sorry. Hold up. I got some in my hair. I need to get my hair braided or something. But um sorry i was gone for a little bit i was sick last week i think i had like the flu i was sick for like a week and a half so i didn't have the energy to do nothing um sixers had a couple of games within that span i think the knicks bucks celtics was the stretch um i was sick for <coughs> still got a little cough but yeah i was um sick for all of it but yeah man yo why does my hair look like this but yeah i was here for all of it um yeah, man. Uh, I'll, I'll throw the intro in here because we got a we got a lot to talk about. So here we go. All right, like I said, welcome back. Uh, started off the show talking about Tobias Harris. Sixers lose to the Celtics last night, ninety nine to one seventeen. Game was a lot closer than the score indicated, uh, mainly because of Tyrese Maxey. A really good bench game from the Sixers guys. Sixers also before this game lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. That was on when did we lose to when did we lose to the Bucks on Sunday, right? Uh, Sixers lost to the Bucks one nineteen to ninety eight. That game was like kind of out of hand but kind of close at the same time throughout the whole game it's like the same same story with the the bucks and it was also the same story with celtics like they were in it um they would get the, they would cut the lead down or they would have the lead and just like get dumb um but main main topic from the from the game versus the celtics last night tobias harris was just, he was absolutely terrible terrible if you look at it, he might have been the single reason that the sixers lost in that game last night uh, Sixers box score is disgusting, but like, what can you expect when you're running with Tyrese Maxey and a bunch of role players that like only do like singular things? Tobias Harris uh, stat line last night, 13 rebounds. I mean, 13 points, two rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. It was five and 19 from the field, shooting 26% um, from the field. And he also made two out of seven three-pointers. Um just an all-around bad game for Tobias. Like I said earlier, he's not contributing anything that warrants him to be on the floor for long stretches of, oh my God, the video started playing. I thought somebody else caught me. He's not doing anything that, that warrants him being on the floor for long stretches of the game. Like at this point, he needs to just be in the game for like three to four minute stretches. And he needs to honestly get his minutes drastically reduced because he's never, they're never going to actually bench him. I don't know how he's getting this, this not, benchable tag on him when the Warriors bench four-time champion Clay Thompson and Tobias Harris gets a pass to be benched. I don't know what's going on, but he's not 
passing well. He's not seeing the floor well. He's not moving well. He's not shooting well. He's not def- he's not rebounding well. Two rebounds last night. He can't score. He can't shoot. Did I already say those two things? Not defending. Um, I'm sorry. This is just all coming off the top. Like, he's not doing anything that's helping the Sixers win these games. The 13 points that he had last night, honestly, two of those shots maybe purposely went in. He hit like a transition three when the Sixers were making a run. It, hit, it had to like roll in from the side of the rim. He, he didn't mean to make that. At this point, it looks like something is honestly bothering him. I don't know if he's still sick. I don't know if it's like his hip. Like it looks like there is something really bothering him. I don't know if it's personal. But something is bothering him to the point where he looks awful. And I know that we've had like bad Tobias Harris basketball like stretches. He like this is what he does. This is the player that he is. Like we all know it. But he hasn't been this bad in his entire career as a Sixer. I can't believe he played his entire five year contract out. And I can't believe Maury went around grandstanding about him after Maxi's fifty one point game, and Maury tried to go grandstanding around. Um, shooting off spouting off Tobias's stats like we don't watch the games like he he has this thing about him where he just wants to be the smartest person in the room and he's out here like telling trying to tell us like what we don't know from Tobias that we haven't seen in the past five seasons like bro we're like I don't know if he's talking to like a specific group of Sixers fans maybe those group of Sixers fans that like said death threats or something like that maybe he's talking to them but when he tweets acting like Tobias is this like generational player that we've never seen before. And we don't appreciate him enough. Like we don't know what he is. It's an, it's a slap in the face to the, to the fan base and it's making us, and it's, it's trying to make us look dumb. Okay. And, and it's just, it's ridiculous at this point. And Daryl Morey needs to figure out, he hasn't tweeted about Tobias since that game in Utah. That was the Utah game. Yep. He hasn't tweeted about Tobias since then. And that just goes to show you, he feels it. He feel he knows that he was wrong in, in posting Tobias stats and try to grandstand around like, you know, oh, we why would we ever? This is before the trade deadline. Why would we ever trade Tobias? Look how good he is. If Tobias looks like this without Embiid, when you have other players around him stepping up, players that are not in his role, Ricky Council, Campaign, Buddy Hill, players who have not who who this is their first season here outperforming him, that's a it's an issue. He's supposed to be your second option when Embiid is gone. And we can't even rely on him to be the fourth option. Like, yeah, he, he outscored. He outscored everybody but Maxi and Ricky Council last. No, no, he didn't. He campaigned. Campaign had 13. Ricky Council had 16. Maxi, of course, had 32. Everybody else, you can't expect. You, you know you can't expect big scoring nights from them. Mo Bamba had 10 points. We can't even count on Tobias to get 19 points. Something so small. I don't, I think he's had, since Embiid has been out, I think Embiid has missed 11 or 12 games now. I think Tobias has had three 20 point games. I'm, I'm going to go look it up because it's no, it's, it's no way in hell. Hold on. Tobias Harris stats. Let's see. And Tobias Harris, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And Tobias Harris's last 10 games 13, 8, 15, 7, 0-0 because he didn't play Miami and Cleveland. 11 versus Washington, 21 versus the Hawks, 13 versus the Warriors, 17 versus Dallas. He has not had a 20-point game since February 9th in Atlanta, and he played 39 minutes. It's ridiculous what he's contributing to the Sixers. And like I said, 
He's not going to get benched. I don't know why, but whatever. At this point, I don't care. He needs to get his minutes drastically cut. If the Sixers are serious about continuing to try and compete while Embiid is out and hopefully getting Embiid back by the end of the season or the end of March, late March is what the reports are saying, they need to seriously look at Tobias Harris and say, okay, we need to cut your minutes down. You need to be on the bench a little bit longer. We can't, like, we can't trust you. Every run that the Sixers made last night was when Tobias Harris went to the bench. It's so obvious. And I think somebody was showing his um his net, the net ratings of him on the court. I think he's like a negative. Actually, yep, found it that fast. When Tobias Harris is on the court with with Maxie and Buddy Hill, he his net rating is a minus 24. When it's just Tobias and Maxie on the court, Buddy Hill is off. He is a minus 18. When it's Tyrese Maxey and Buddy, they are a plus nine. He's, oh, wait, nope. Tyrese Maxey, Tobias, Kyle Lowry off the court. Tobias is a minus 27. Tyrese Maxey, Kyle Lowry on the court with Tobias Harris off. They are a plus 34. So, at this, oh, their offensive, should I even say that? No, the offensive net rating doesn't matter at this point. But it's ridiculous, bro. So Daryl Morey, Nick Nurse, Elton Brand, whoever the brain trusts are, Josh Harris probably doesn't care because he's worried about the commanders, but they need to seriously look down. You're paying him $180 million. I, I completely understand. But at this point, if you are serious about trying to win and trying to compete while Joel Embiid is out, you need to cut his minutes or be men in the locker room and bench him. It's, it, it is very simple. I don't even think it's a question at this point. And then, and then on top of it, after the Milwaukee game, you got one of your star players, all-stars, and Tyrese Maxey coming out trying to defend him, and I get it, but saying, like, he has to get Tobias in better spot for him to score. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Tobias, like I said, is getting paid $180 million. He needs to get in his spots on his own. Tyrese Maxey has never been one of those point guards to facilitate anything, get him in his spots, and be able to like pass players open or whatever you want to call it. Tobias needs to get into his spots on his own. He's getting paid too much money to be out there and to be a net negative when the Sixers are trying to win games. <sighs> but that 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 is that is my rant on Toby. He's not contributing to into to any any game, no matter if it's versus the Wizards or it's versus the Bucks or the Celtics. He's 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 giving us nothing. He's the worst player on the floor when they play. Uh, all right. Some good from last night. Tyrese Maxey looked amazing and versus a team in the Celtics who he has always struggled with. He hasn't quite struggled with them this season, but he has. He doesn't always look like Tyrese Maxey uh, because the, the Celtics have a lot of big wings, big guards that are able to defend him and close out on, not close out on him, but shrink the paint a little where he can't get his normal athletic layups off. He played great last night. Um, he had 32 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block. The defense is what really stood out to me from Tyrese Maxey. He was guarding up Jalen Brown one-on-one. You can tell he was taking the matchup personal, probably because Jalen Brown didn't pass on the ball when he was wide open in the All-Star game. So he probably was like, all right, I'm taking it personal. But he had like 
three possessions on Jalen Brown where he just bided him up one-on-one. He was able to get a steal, pluck him, or he was able to force Jalen Brown into a turnover. And we haven't seen Maxie play this on-ball, this type of on-ball defense in such a long time, probably because he has taken over more of the offensive load. So he's probably, you know, taking a step back on defense, which is perfectly fine. He's trying to keep his energy however he can during the game because he has to do so much on offense because other players are rarely contributing. So that was really, um, that was really, it was really dope to see him, you know, step up on offense. I mean, on defense last night while also continuing to carry the, the scoring in the offensive load. Like I said, 32 points last night on 50, on 12 to 24, 50% shooting from the field. He was four of uh, 12 from, from three last night, but it's just good that he's taking 12 threes. Um, one of my gripes about him was like, so Maxie got a little bit of Jalen Hurts in him where like he'll take like two good shots in a row or he'll make two good shots and then he'll come down and just chuck some insane step sidestep step back three that's not needed or he'll drive into three people and he won't even try to get a foul. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Um, but like at this point is whatever. He is the offense. Without him, they have not been able to get anything going. Buddy healed. His production has fallen off a cliff. Uh, they are still trying to figure out the campaign. Kyle Lowry backcourt situation. Who's going to be the third point guard? Um, I think they're trying to like force it to be Kyle Lowry. But last night, Kyle Lowry passed up two or three layups, which was just reminiscent of Ben Simmons and something that he, you're just not here for, bro. We need you to be the backup point guard to facilitate and also score when you have the opportunity. And also he's doing this thing where he's just pump faking on a lot of threes and driving in a lot of something what Tobias does too. Um, I don't, that's just what, like what I watch from Kyle Lowry. I've never been a Kyle Lowry fan, uh, but like watching him closely, I was thinking he could bring like some type of toughness to the, to the Sixers that, you know, replaces Pat Bev, which he, like he's doing, he, he had a, like a couple good players last night, like rebounding defensively, things like that. But like offensive wise, I don't think he fits the Sixers' pace and how they want to play. I do think that fits more to campaign. Um, campaign came in last night. I think he hit like two straight. No, he had, he had three, three, three threes. He had three threes. He was three, three for five from the three-point line. Three threes. He had 13 points, two assists. He really he played really well last night. And you can tell when he got into the when he got into the game, pace picked up. And that's how the Sixers want to play. They want to play, especially without Joel, they want to play fast-paced. They want to get the ball out in transition. They want to get to the rim. Uh, they want to shoot a lot of threes. And he played really well last night. So I'm a proponent of making campaign the backup point guard just because I think he plays well um, off of Maxi, And like I said, he fits what the Sixers want to do offensively as far as um, space and pace. Did I say that right? Space and pace? Yeah. Who else was was good last night? Ricky Council. Amazing last night. He needs to be the one to be able to take Tobias's minutes right at this point because Kelly Oubre sucks right now. I don't know what he got going on. But Ricky Council, 16 points last night, four rebounds, one assist. When he came in, immediately energy directly off the bench. He is like the only player other than Kelly Oubre that goes to the basket hard. Like I said prior to um, – this pot, he makes quick decisions. He knows what he wants to do with the ball. He's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm once I put the ball on the floor, I'm going to score. Or once I catch, I'm going to pass. He knows exactly what to do. He helps on the rebounds. Um, he's a good defender. He locked up Tatum a couple times last night. I think he got a, he got a pluck that went out of bounds on Tatum um, last night as well. But he had a, like an insane dunk when the game was, was out of reach. But I think he was just trying to like, to make a point like, okay, 
y'all need to start giving me real minutes. You need to offer me an NBA contract at this point, like because he's a real NBA player. Um, he drives to, like I say, he drives to the basket hard. He creates contact. He had two and one last night in, in spots where the Sixers really needed it. Um, so he's not afraid of the moment. He doesn't make dumb plays. He still has like rookie mistakes where it's like Looney Tune rookie mistakes. Like last night, the Sixers are on a run. Um, at the end of the half, they got a stop on Tatum. They were trying to push the ball in transition, and he runs into Maxi while Batum is throwing the ball. Goes to Tatum. Tatum lays the ball up. But like whatever, I guess. Like just what the it encompasses the Sixers season. Um, so far, but yeah, Ricky Council definitely needs more minutes. I don't know what else he has to do to get the minutes. Uh, tonight, I mean, last night played 19 minutes. I want to see what he played, and I don't think he played a lot versus Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, only six minutes versus Milwaukee, and I think he only had like three or four minutes versus uh versus the Knicks. What was that Knicks game on? Was that Friday? That was Thursday. I don't know where to go. Oh yeah, versus the Knicks. He had rookie counts, rookie counts. Yeah, he had four minutes versus the Knicks. Um, so I don't know exactly what he has to do to get more minutes. Uh, last night should have proven like he can he can play versus the good like the really good teams in the league. Um, he can hold his own, especially defensively. Uh, offensively, he was cool. He just I guess he has to be more of a willing three point shooter. Shots a little bit broke right now, but he's giving you everything that Tobias isn't. And at this point. You just have to you just have to get that type of energy, youth, athleticism on the floor to help out because Tobias isn't helping. So I don't know what they're gonna do. I would love to see Tobias benched um next game. Have him just just have him come off the bench or have him just take a couple of games off because like I said, if it's if it's personal, I don't know what's wrong with him, right? If it's an injury, if it's personal, I get it. I also don't care. Because if it's making, if if whatever the issue is, if it's making you play like this, then you do not need to be playing and you need to go figure it out. But you're a detriment to the team right now. And you just need to, you need to take a step back and evaluate what is going on. I cannot believe he's playing like this in a contract year. Like other teams can see you. So like you can come out of this in free agency and get absolutely nothing. You can get, you could, you could be, awarded a veteran minimum contract like Kelly Oubre did where a lot of teams weren't willing to take the chance on Kelly Oubre to give him big money and you know the Sixers gave him a vet minimum that could happen I I, I don't know he must not care (coughs) oh my god also his body language sucks it looks like he doesn't even want to be out there during the games so like at this point, what are you bringing? If you if you aren't even the locker room guy at this point, the on court, happy, cheery, not happy, cheery, but the on court motivator for the younger guys and the guys who have not been here before, what are you bringing to this team that needs that demands you to play long minutes, twenty five plus minutes a game? Absolutely nothing. Oh. <sighs> Uh, that's my rant. Like I said, Sixers should be getting Joel back late March. They are, they dropped to the sixth seed last night. They are a half game up on the magic for the seventh seed. Half game up on the magic, half game up on the Pacers for the seventh seed and spots in the play in. Um, 
I don't I don't know. I don't expect a better Tobias Harris. I would I would like it. I would like him to show up and be a man, but who knows what we'll get. Um yeah, man, I don't know. That game frustrated me. I mean, we 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 also have to stop. It didn't frustrate me to a point like Tobias frustrated me. The game like frustrated me a little bit, but like we have to stop expecting the Sixers to look like a competent team versus the best teams in the league when the Sixers themselves are missing arguably the best player in the NBA. He covers up their own offense. He he covers things up on offense. He covers things up on defense. He is arguably their what well, he is their best defender and best offensive player. They are just they're just most nights they are not going to look competent versus the top teams in the league, the Boston Celtics of the world. Milwaukee Bucks of the world, even the Knicks who have gotten exponentially better after the trade deadline. They're just, they're, they're not going to look good. Like we had, we can't expect them to look good either with Tyrese Maxey trying to figure out on the fly how to become a number one, which is great for his growth right now, but he's trying to figure it out on the fly. Tobias is not playing well. Kelly Oubre is not playing well. And this roster, like I said, is constructed solely around Joel Embiid. And when you don't have him, they're going to look like they suck. They're going to suck. Like is it's just what it is if you take any any team's best player off of that roster, they are going to be a bottom seven team in the NBA. It's like well, bottom seven team in the playoffs, depending on the roster. It's just what it is. So we can't go into these games expecting them to beat the Bucks, expecting them to beat the Celtics, expecting them to beat the Knicks without Joel Embiid. It's just not feasible. And to prove my point. If the Sixers were to go in and beat the Celtics last night, we would have been laughing more at the Celtics than we were cheer- praising the Sixers for the win. Like, we would have probably been saying, yeah, that's a huge win. But we would have come out of that game. Like, we still came out of that game. If the Sixers had Joel Embiid, this, that would have been a blowout. <laughs> like, this, the, like, the Celtics don't fear anybody. The Bucks don't fear anybody. We just don't have Joel. Like, we're making fun of the team because they're not, they, you can clearly see that they're not up to par with the Sixers when they have the best player in the NBA. It's just a fact. The Sixers already beat both of these teams. No, did they beat the Bucs? No, that was only the second matchup versus the Bucs, I think, this season. I got to check that. But they beat the Celtics already this season. They've, they've matched up well. The top teams in the West, they beat them. So, like, when, when, when the Sixers have Joel, it, there's, there's nothing where they, They're actually proving to me that they might be the best team in the NBA with Joel. But we got to stop getting mad or saying, like, we're not going to watch the games because they've gotten blown out by a team everybody's picking to win the championship. Like, bro, whatever. It's going to happen. Like, just watch for the the maxi development, the maxi growth. As long as they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat, like, they have a stretch coming up against the the Magic, the Mavs, um, some the Grizzlies. Like, as long as they beat those teams, then we, have, we shouldn't be worried about anything. They'll get Joel back might be in the play-in. They'll get a home playoff game, and they're going to be a dangerous matchup for anybody. Just like they, they might make a run like the Heat did last year. Like, you never know. But, but yeah, man. Um, Tobias needs to be benched. Sixers are going to be fine as long as Joel comes back. Like, don't stress over any loss unless it's a loss to a team that is severely worse. And, like, the Sixers are still a really good team versus, like, bad teams right now without Joel. And that's 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 all we can ask for. You can't expect them to compete against the upper echelon of the NBA. It's just not feasible. It's not possible. Yeah, man, like I said, if you are, if you have listened up to this point, remember, like, subscribe, follow, rate the podcast five stars, do everything you can to support me, retweet it, 
like it, do whatever you got to do on Twitter, all socials. Uh, for the Tyrese Maxi giveaway winners, your shirts will be sent out soon. I did not scam y'all. Y'all, y'all will be getting your shirts soon. We put them in special packaging uh, for 14th and Market Podcast Network just as a as a thank you for following and supporting the podcast. Um, yeah, man. I'm out. Nothing else to say. Bench Tobias Harris. <laughs>